Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello. Hello, boss. You okay? You all right? Three words to describe the manual. Uh, determined, tough, um, committed. Perfect. Really appreciate your time, boss. Only thing I'm having regrets that didn't have Ed Woodward at my time. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because the money. Yeah. You're talking money and contract. And yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Immediately. Immediately. Same. Just <laughs> make me laugh. You remind me of the old times. They can never do it like I. When you see man pull up and slide. Man stepped in a room with legends, Rio and Steve. You know it's a vibe. Check the podcast, what you want to know. Don't ask me, go and ask Joe. If you're talking Premier League, he's on the front line and I gotta go. Oh. It's a vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know what it is. It's a vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know what it is. Vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know what it is. It's a vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know this. Right then, welcome back to part two. Listen, let's just get straight into it. But just to go back to the players, and obviously we always used to talk about the players, who, who were the players that stood out for you and you just thought, wow, what amazing football players at United during training when we're playing there? Even players you played against in the Premier League? I think whole package for me is Cristiano Ronaldo because I remember when I came to the club the, the, how he looked as, as a boy. He was skinny. He was uh, someone who's always trying to do the skills and, and, and tricks and how he developed over, over the years, how he trained, uh, how he's educated and, and, and willing to sacrifice everything to achieve his dreams. I think that's an example for the young generations. I think what you see Cristiano on Instagram, uh, all flashy stuff, uh, I think he earned it. He deserved it to, to have all those. But in his age, when he was 18, 19, 20, 21, to have that mentality, to, to work hard, to don't go out, mm. to to fight for your dream, and, and the way he did it, I think it's it's... it's, it's he deserved everything he got. And for me, I think Wayne Rooney, I think he failed in terms of that. I think he will be even, he's the one, I think, he, he, if, if he was, have a close mentality as as as, as, as Cristiano Ronaldo, he can achieve much more. Mm. I definitely, that's, that's my feeling because physically he was amazing, technically as well. I think he's a great teammate on the pitch. I think him and mm. Carlos Tevez, you always, as a defender, you want to have him in the pitch because mm. they work hard for your team. Mm. And... Um, some great players in that mm. team. I, I, do you think Wayne had a better? Do you think he was better than him technically when Cristiano was there when they were younger? No, 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 I'm not saying. I think that they, in one moment, they're kind of similar. Same. Similar, mm-hmm. same. I think the what bring Cristiano Ronaldo much, I think, higher because his mentality to change, to improve, to to work hard, to to help goals. Uh, he set up for the future. And obviously mentality, and, and and I think I'm not saying that uh, Vane didn't have a mentality, but mm-hmm. 
play pure on his uh, talent. Mm. He didn't invest in his body. He didn't invest in his mm. uh, extra trainings and uh, I would say the, the physical side. Physical side, yeah. That Wayne was naturally everything a man is natural. Yeah, at fourteen, fifteen years old, yeah. hairy wow. chest, wow, strong. Yeah. Like so, he didn't have to work. Like he's saying, Cristiano walked in the door, skinny guy, left. Eight pack, eight muscle. Calvin, yeah. Calvin Klein model. Yeah, wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. Rio asked earlier. <laughs> Rio asked earlier on hardest players you've played against in the Premier League. You mentioned Drogba a little bit earlier yeah. on. You mentioned who are you coming up against? And there's this theory about you versus Fernando Torres or Rio. Him giving you a hard time. We need to discuss this now, but. Let's go back to the hardest player you played against. I think when you think about the hardest player, I think you're thinking about the team who's competing against our time when we were challenging for the title. That mm. was the Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And definitely would say that Didier Drogba was one. Uh, was really difficult to play, especially when you play at Stamford Bridge. Small, tight pitch. Small, tight pitch. Everything is close to the box. He's so clever, strong. Sometimes he fake, you know, in the box, yeah, yeah. he fell down. Next time he goes strong, he's kind mm-hmm. of, he played, he did his strength. And I think definitely he's the one. He was at that time, especially in the early days of, of, of my career in United, he was mm-hmm. amazing. Then after you have Sergio Aguero, then yeah. after when you play in a, Oof. in a Manchester City, he was, he was amazing. amazing. Um, what is it? Listen, when you see him next to you, it's, you see his calves? Massive legs. <laughs> Strong. You can't his calves are my, my, like my, uh, yeah, my yeah, guys. Yeah. It's amazing. You see, you see, can this guy move? Mm. But he was fast, man. Especially in the first five yards. And he's shooting off left or right. He's shooting he right. Yeah, he was, he was great. Uh, obviously, uh, Suarez. Mm. Uh, Torres is mentioned always. Torres was, uh, he has a, I think one or two years he has a great at Liverpool. Mm-hmm. That was the year that they challenged us for the trophy. Yeah. They were really close. I think that was the game. I think I told Trafford when I, when I uh, made mistake with the, the red card. No, no, there's the one which I misjudged the ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to head of the ball and I, I want to let go, ball go past me and then header to Edwin. I mean, Judge Torres took that ball and scored the goal. Mm. I think we lost that game, I think, 2-1 or 1-0, I think, or mm. something like that. Um, yeah, he, he was a good player. But listen, if I talk now about the certain players which I did well against, but, you know, it's not about me to talk about it. I think people, they can judge about, you know, the way they see the things and uh, and, and how they see it. Um the only thing I can say that the, when I play for Man United for any half, eight and a half years, I give my best hundred percent, and I don't have I don't have regrets in terms of that, um, and I'm, I'm happy what I achieved, and and uh, I think I will leave that to the people to to decide how how they see my games are played against certain players well, you've got loads of honours mate and stuff like do that you think, so I think do you think that the fact that you don't do interviews you don't do media work you, you, you move to Italy and you're back home in Serbia do you think that certainly the British media doesn't give you the respect that you deserve or maybe diminishes what you did a little bit because there's not many on the same level as you two if any on the same level as you two I see, listen I, I, 
I can I, answer that for you if you want. <clears throat> yeah. Because I know he doesn't like to answer questions about himself. I want to have his thought on it. Look. Go on, give it yours. I'll tell you what I think of. Um, definitely, even when I was playing the uh, football professionally, still, I didn't do many interviews. I didn't like doing a lot of interviews, obviously, especially at that time. I was playing game every three days. So actually my games are saying, you know, how good I am, why I should talk about it. Obviously now when time's going and obviously people forgetting the, the certain generations, certain players, obviously some people, obviously they like to be reliable and start talking about how they good are in the past. But I think trophies we won with the club. I think what that's what's talking for Rio and myself, obviously individuals award, which I, have quite few and I'm satisfied with what I achieve and I don't have to approve any, anyone. Mm-hmm. I know you don't. I'm satisfied with my, what I achieve and I'm happy. Do you think so, you are underrated or not appreciated because you don't do the interviews though? You think you'd have more I think, I think even then <clears throat> I think media, it's very important. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Then when I was playing, even more now, I think you have to be visible. You have to, obviously, you have to be clever the way you're going to uh, present yourself. But it's very important. It's very important. And then... Um, uh, I don't think I'm anything it's took for me that I'm, that I feel that I have to be bigger than I am or people should talk about me that I was better than I was. Like I said, I'm happy w- what I achieved and it's my decision that I want to be not much in the media. It's, you know, so, so it's kind of. It's, it's normal, you know. You're not visible. You're not there. People forget, you know, how good you are, probably. And and new kids that coming, you know, new players. Uh, only thing I have regrets that didn't have Ed Woodward at my time. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because the money. Yeah, You're talking yeah. money and contract. And yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Immediately. Immediately. Same. No Listen, comment. because if you <laughs> ask me, do I regret? Because David Gay, like I said before, and Sir Alex Ferguson were at the club. They're actually trying to set up the uh, levels of the salaries of the structure mm-hmm. for the certain players. What they have now, what they're going to get, where you have to get mm-hmm. to, and what, what you, you have, have to, to do to get, to get to there. there. Exactly. So, so with Ed, it was a free fall. 
Bro. Man, imagine walking saying, in after the Sanchez one. Excuse me, let's talk about my contract, please. <laughs> so actually, if you ask me for regrets, Vida, <coughs> <laughs> talking to uh, the leadership, you got the armband, uh, um, Manchester United. What does that mean? What did that mean when you got that? How proud was you? What did it, what did it, what did it give you? And what type of leader was you? I, I, I tell you, the, the, I think we, we talk about it. We remember uh, when that happened. And I tell you, first time when I get a situation that someone told me that they're considering for me to be the captain. And I was like, hmm. That was the Besiktas game away, Champions League. Mm-hmm. And at the time, my agent negotiated with the club my new contract. And that was going for long, maybe for three, four, maybe six months. And in one moment, Fergie came to me and said, Vida, listen, let's, let's sort this with your agent. I'm seeing you here for the future. You are the big part of the future. I see you <coughs> as the captain. And then I was saying, okay, boss, I know, but you know, my agent is, He's negotiating. It's 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 all up to him. <laughs> I'm saying, you know, he's saying captaincy. You know, I say, okay, let's. I want to have what the best players, defenders have. That was my kind of idea. I don't know how much is that, but I said I want to have as best defend uh, defender in a Premier League have, mm. and that my agent negotiating. And Gaffer came with that captaincy. I was saying he was trying to convince me to, yeah. <laughs> to sign. And after one year, uh, Mick Phelan called me to go to the Gaffa. Before first game in the, in the season, he called me and said, Vida, you're captain. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, but you're a captain, be who you are, do what you do, you know, no issues. Mm-hmm. And that's how it happened. That's, that whole story, mm. you know, that I never was someone who's actually pushing for the captaincy and, and trying mm. to be in the dressing room, trying to be sweet on awards and stuff like mm. that. But who I am on the pitch, I always one who was talking, you mm. know, always talking, move left, move right, making the difficult decision in terms of saying to Patrice, go, stay, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's kind of maybe that what Gaffa thought that I'm the leader on as, as, as I am, mm. what I do, but that's the way I was playing. Did you change anything in your game? When no, you I didn't. Armband? But I think, I think you, you, you have to say that, you know. No, no, I didn't see a change, but sometimes <clears> in <throat> your mind, your play, your, your mind plays no, games I, with you, you know? No, I, I didn't want to change because I realized that actually I, I, my belief was why I got our band is was because what I am on the pitch, mm-hmm. not what I am outside of the pitch. So I was trying to do what I do. Be responsible, train hard, be responsible in terms of the way, way I live, to mm-hmm. be example to the new generations, the coming young generations, and, uh, you know, to play the best I can, mm-hmm. give my 100%. Never rip anymore. And, and that's, that, that's, that, that's what <coughs> I believe that I got our band. Entire dressing room, there was a the lot of captains. Uh, there was the Edwin Vandersai, he was captain of Holland. Mm. Rio, you are the captain of the England. England. Patrice, I think, captain of France French, at the time. Yeah. Uh, who else was, was there? Gixi was there. captain. Um, who else was Gary Neville was captain, but Gary was, didn't play. They didn't play at all. Maybe three, four games. Mm. So actually, Cristiano Ronaldo sure. was there. Wayne Rooney was there. 
So, big you know players, I mean? big characters. Big players. So actually, you, it's you, almost the easiest place to be a captain. Then, yeah, because they, you know, it's kind of everything is natural. It's kind of you don't have to push for anything. So, and you you look at the, the, the obviously Harry Maguire's captain now. We were lucky to be in the era we were in. In a certain way, we we made our luck. We worked hard, but we came into a dressing room that was winning. Yeah. And we had that culture and environment. Imagine being the captain now. How difficult would you find that? I think that captaincy uh, now and before is not the same. Hmm. I think the coaches as well, they don't see it the same. In what way? I think you can see, you can hear that even the, the Mourinho said once, the guy who's actually wearing the armband is maybe not my captain. Hmm. So it, it, I think that that's come from the club. I think the strong to be the strong captain, you have to have support from manager. You have to support from the club. In these days, you know, in dressing room with the young players, the amount of money they earn, um, influence they have, it's difficult to understand what you're saying. It's difficult to be the captain. But if it's a strong club, if it's the manager is is supporting to supportive to the the captain. I think he has a easy mm. job. You think the captain still should be the one doing the dressing room discipline? I, I don't think now it's even then when I was the playing for United discipline is someone who's gonna go there and shout. I think this I think you get credibility with your way of playing, if you play well and where you play, how you what you do in the trainings. Example, knowledge. That's how you get credibility. You don't credibility by, you know, I having Armand and now I'm going to tell you what you do. Mm. So you have to be example and you have to do well. You have to first do well and then to speak to other people. I think that's, that's, that's what captain has to do. Um, and I think that obviously Maguire has a problem because probably he didn't perform well. Mm. And if you don't perform well, it's difficult to say someone what he has to do. So for me, that's how I see it. I, I think the Maguire doing well for the national team. I think he did great for, for, for Leicester, but I think definitely it's, and obviously he's struggling for Man United to, uh, to perform the way he's performing for other clubs. So, and, and the national team. So that's obvious and it's difficult to, to, to regain, uh, Mm. Uh, After you do uh, that to get back kind to of, kind of respect. Mm. That's how I feel if I'm the football player and if I'm mm. in a dressing room and, and it's not nothing against, we am saying the Maguire now, but in general, any captain yeah. has to be first there and has to show example, has mm. to play well, has to run, has to fight for the club and then everyone else will do it. Mm. Example. Martinez has been, yeah, uh, is that what you want to talk about? Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, you, Martinez has been linked with uh, a similar sort of play style as yourself. Do you see that? Who? Martinez. Martinez. Oh, I, I like him, actually. He's, he likes to defend. Mm. And that's first what I saw when he came. Obviously, um, I had a doubt when he came because of his height. But he's good in the air and he's trying to he's go away with, the, with his height and, and he knows how to position himself. Mm-hmm. He, I think definitely he's a, he's a good character and, and I think he's good for the dressing room. Mm-hmm. Definitely, because he has that mentality, winning mentality, he has to win, he's fighter. And, uh, uh, Do you I, see the comparison with yourself, the way he plays? No, I think he likes to defend. I think that that's <clears> that <throat> desire, I think you need to have on the pitch and you have to have a certain player do this kind of 
energy lifting. Mm-hmm. And then he, he does that. And uh, unfortunately, he's injured now, but he's, uh, mm-hmm. he's, he's definitely a great signing for, for us. I, uh, he did well. He did great. Post your era, who's been the most impressive player that you've seen at Man United? Uh, defender or? Player in general. Listen, when you don't win the trophies, it's difficult to say someone oh, is great. And, and no, but listen, I thought before when I, when I was saying about myself, I said I was lucky to play in this era with these players to win the trophies and then you get rewards and you get individual uh, rewards and obviously people start to recognize you as a someone who's doing well. Um, after tough question. Can I just say on that? Tough question. Stop, you all need to stop saying that you were lucky to play in that generation. You made that generation, Ollie. You did, you did. No, like, but the, the, the point is, is that we felt privileged. We got there and it was a culture already before us. We added to the culture. We were lucky to get in at that Opposition fans then just go, Fergie's overrated, he's overrated, you're overrated. Well, how did we win 13 titles with a shit manager and boring players? No, I, I have to say that generally, I think we, you and me, Rio, we talked about it and, and, and especially in the in early days of, of our uh, uh, partnership. Mm-hmm. And like he said, someone, sometimes, even in the beginning, you remember, uh, I was saying sometimes, hmm, maybe we deserve more praises sometimes what we do, isn't it, on the pitch? More what? Praise, nice. in terms of the, like... We deserve more. deserve more. Oh, 100%. In the, in, I always in, say, we in, always say in, in terms of that, no, in terms of the, you know, sometimes you're saying, there is the things that to win the game, you have to have a clean sheet. To mm. score, to obviously, to win the game, you have to have someone to score the goal. But if you, someone scoring the goal and you're always conceding the goals, it's, it's, it's difficult. So clean sheets, it's very important for the club who want to win the trophies. If you look at the statistically, I think, especially in my time and our time, sorry, when we played team who lose less goals winning the trophies. Least. So actually, even now, I think that trend, if you see the now teams who winning the trophy has to lose less goals than other team. What did we also used to say on the way out? What was the last thing? And in our mentality shot. was... Don't concede the goal. Clean sheet. Mm. Clean sheet, clean sheet, clean yeah. sheet, clean sheet. Say. And we always have a goal in our team. Someone will score. Mm. Defense, fight, the last fight, thing fight. on the way out of the change room, on the way to the tunnel, me and him used to say, clean sheet. Clean sheet, reader. Clean sheet. Yeah, yeah. No, no. We, 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 we always, because that's your job. Mm-hmm. As a defender, first of all, you have to understand what's your job. Okay, you want to play from the back. That's good. Everything extra you can give. And more and more people, coaches and fans expecting from you to play from the back and I agree 100% that that's very important but you don't forget to defend mm. because that's going to give you the trophies but now when you ask about a defender if you're doing recruitment or uh, uh, people are talking about a defender the first thing they say is he comfortable on the ball can he play yeah. it's before you, can you defend yeah. it's almost like they've reversed it now so they and when you them. look at it and look at the players now who, who's your favourite defender to watch now in today's game? Um, I, lo- I always loved young defenders. I, I want to see someone, so- someone new. Mm-hmm. Obviously, no, World, World Cup. Oh, yeah. cre- uh, Croatian mm-hmm. uh, defender. He, he was great. 
good on the ball. He was aggressive. You can see that he likes to take the, def- uh, the ball from defenders. And I like that. You want to see defender, you want to take the ball. He's, he likes to defend. Same like I said before about Martinez. He likes to take the ball from defender. That's his job. He's, you can mm-hmm. see he can tackle, he can fight. He, but as well, when he have a ball, he want to play. Mm. So, you know what I mean? So Guardiola. Guardiola yeah. is someone that I, I really like that. And, and as, uh, obviously the other defender as well in Croatia now, they have uh, two young defenders. He's 23, I think, as well. He's the one as well. He's, he, he played for the World Cup. Um, so I like to see young defenders. I, we don't have uh, defenders to, to say, oh, I like this guy. You know, remember mm. before, Nesta, Maldini, um, Cannavaro. Mm. Where is these defenders now? Mm. No, You're they, saying on the they, train, they, the last one is now, he's still playing, it's uh, in Paris Saint-Germain. Ramos. Uh, Ramos. After him, tell me, not obviously uh, Liverpool. Uh, Van Dijk. Van Dijk, obviously. But, but we don't have someone saying like, what a defender. Hmm. We both left the club in the same same time. How how was your that moment for you? That last probably six months mm. leaving the club. Mm. Moyes was the manager. It was disappointing. It was disappointing because I remember when uh, David Moyes came. Uh, to be fair, I really wanted to happen. I, I really wanted to help him to to achieve his goals and. In, and I think definitely that he's a good man. I think he's a good man. Uh, he has a good uh, heart, but I think he was, it was difficult for him to come after Sir Alex Ferguson, especially that we won the title before David mm-hmm. came. And I remember that what was issue with me after two, three months that he didn't really put the stamp what he want. It was always like, do it what you think, how you think you can go high, you can go back. It's kind of never clear message. And there was happening one situation when we were together, I think in his room after the city game. And I told him that how I felt and, and that he has to, tell exactly what he wants so that we can deliver. And I think he took that personally. Mm-hmm. And since then, I think the, our relationship was not strong. was not the same. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously after that, I, my contract was expiring in eight months mm-hmm. and club didn't call me to, to renew my contract. Obviously at the time, Wayne Rooney was, negotiating his contract he has a two years I think contract mm-hmm. left and they signed contract with him but they didn't talk to me so I felt that as a signal that that club don't want to sign a contract with me and I accept that obviously the sometimes you know you, you don't go well with the David obviously I never had issue with the David personally never mm-hmm. definitely I'm saying again I really wanted to happen and I think he's a good man. He's, 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 he's tried his best, but he was, I would say, he was not strong enough to say, I want to play this kind of football. Even if it's wrong, I want to play this kind of football. And I think he was playing on the half. Mm. I want a bit of this. I want a bit of that. You want a title last season. You do whatever you did. You know, mm. let's win it again. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. want to, because it's difficult for coach to come and change straight away everything. Mm. You know, this is the winning team. And now I'm going to play my game and it's kind of, I understand him as well as, uh, as now because, because 
I did some education with the coaching, with the, obviously, with the, and improve myself in different areas. But I still think that message from the top has to be clear. Even if it's the bad, you have to decide you are the boss. You wow. The big thing is, is no matter how experienced or how good you are, football players within a team need to be guided, need to be told. Doesn't matter if you've played 500 games, played 500 games and we've won X, Y, Z, you still need, want to be told, we're conditioned to be told and shown. What I'm talking way. about here, I'm talking about do you want to press high or you want to yeah. go deep? So there, there is the questions in tactically in terms of the football, you, you always, you know, you, you can, you, you, coach can uh, demand. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying in general, if you ask me my time, that last six, eight months, I think after that situation against City, we had that conversation. And I think this is a time when, when I think uh, David did understand that that was my really question, mm-hmm. not really anything to go against him. And then obviously that's which effect that I didn't stay there. But I'm not really regret now because I think it was the right decision for me to say what I said. And I, I don't blame David that actually he, he reacted like that. It's his decision. I understand the club, especially at the time. You have to give the coach that decision to make, hmm. make, you know? Do you think that team that won the title in 2013 could have won another title in 2014? What's the issue then? Actually, after the six months, David was gone. Hmm. Actually, the, uh, six months after that, mm-hmm. obviously next season, Luis Van Gaal uh, came as a coach, mm. which was a, uh, yeah. Did you wish you played for Louis? Uh, honestly? Yeah. No. <laughs> Why? It made me laugh. It reminded me of the old times. No, no. but not, if you ask me honestly, no, because yeah. I, I, I think... Uh, I think is uh, totally different, which I used mm. to have at the club. Van per- Robin Van Persie loved him. Remember? No, no, I'm not saying that anything him. against the, 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 the he's v- one of the most successful coaches in in in, in uh, football. Yeah, in a football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, don't make me wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying anything which is. Uh, no, I wanna under, you. Under. Mm. If you ask me at the time in my mm-hmm. age. When I was and the way he actually demand and what he demand from the players and the way how he treat the players, I don't think it will be good for me because I definitely knew that I will react to the certain things if he tell me something. Right, so, his head. so actually it will create bad mm-hmm. energy in terms of them because mm-hmm. I don't think character of he has and mm-hmm. I have, I, I don't think we will go well together. So that's how I felt from people playing under his mm. Uh, mm. Coaching. Uh, coaching. So it's just because of that. Because uh, on, only that reason, but he's the one of the most successful coaches in the world. Not question about that. Just this, is change, more, just, just, this is more about me and, 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 and him yeah, personalities, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just to change tack, yeah? I get asked this question all the time. How would you defend against Haaland? Haaland's come to this country and destroying every record. Mm. <laughs> How would you defend against him? I don't let him to go behind me. Mm. I think he's when he's facing the opponent goal, he's not very dangerous. I will always be close to him to don't let him turn. But everything go behind, he that's what he likes. Everything behind. Mm. Um, obviously, when you play for Man City, it's 
easy to say than do it because he always going to find the uh, spots the way Guardiola play. Uh, my opinion, I think even if I play the striker with Guardiola, I would score 12, 13 goals. Mm. <laughs> Same. I'll get 20. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I would score 12, 13 goals. It's true though. No, so he's, opportunities. No, he's, uh, he's, he's creating opportunities for the, for, for the strikers yeah. and, mm-hmm. and definitely he's amazing. I think he's the best striker we have, number nine. After Ibrahimovic and uh, Drogba, we don't have number nine. I think mm-hmm. he's the only one. And we have a Serbian guy, uh, Vlahovic, which is struggling now in Juventus, but he's a, he's still young. Hopefully he'll recover from that. But we don't have number nines. Mm. Vlahovic keeps getting linked with United. Think he could play her? I think sometimes, I think when you're choosing the players for the club, you have to know what kind of football you want to play. You don't just bring player there because you see, okay, his name show up and now I'm going to buy him and it's going to yeah, be good and, for me. And, you know, it's going to sound good for the fans and stuff like that. No, I'm buying the player because I think it's going to be good for my team. Hmm. It doesn't matter. It's called Haaland or it's called uh, Nemanja Vidic. <laughs> it's like Fergie did from Spartak Moscow bring Nemanja Vidic. Who knows who's Nemanja Vidic? Or, you know what I mean? uh-huh. So I think sometimes you, 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 you have to have know what you want. I think that Ten Hag, he knows what he wants. Hmm. I think same as um, Guardiola when he came to to England. I think he need he need that one he needed that one year or two years to understand the league. If you remember when Guardiola came to the Man City, he didn't win the first Not just that, I think the players he bought in the beginning they and after right was yeah. different. They weren't right. He's you can see now when he buy the, buying the players, he's. He tried to buy physically players, good physically, speed, strength, or technical, but not definitely not soft players. Yeah, yeah. So That's I think right. he's he's changed as well. I think uh, Ten Hag as well. He has a, a DNA in terms of the way he wanna play, but I think as well to learn the league intensity, physicality of the game, he will understand more. I think he did really well. Mm. I think he he's doing really well. I think he's not just. As a coach, I think the certain things, how he reacted, I think. Mm. Cristiano, Rashford, etc. Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, Cristiano's situation, I think, helped him as well, yeah. as well to, uh, in, in this situation because the, what he said to Cristiano, it's make it easy for him to, to, to do it. Mm. Um, but I think in general, he was, he was trying to wait to deal with this situation and he was patient. And in the end, uh, I think he's... He gets what he wants in terms of that, that Man United now playing more as a team than he was playing in the last four or five years. Mm. Man United need a striker. That's obvious. Who would you be saying, this is the guy we've got to go now? Oh. There's not many in the market. You still say okay. If you ask me honestly, I would say that he's not just a striker. Hmm. <laughs> Um, I think that definitely the players who win in the title is the players who's playing in the middle. Okay. That's a striker, midfield player, and two certain defenders. Everything else you can, you can do it. This is the heart of your team. I think we still can strengthen that. Uh, I think striker is the toughest question you can ask me. Mm. Actually, toughest tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. 
I'll give you some options. You've got Osiman, Napoli. They're saying. They're saying Harry Kane. Who else? Vlaovic, as you mentioned. Vlaovic, as you said. Yeah. You've still got Weghorst who could sign permanently as well. Mm. <laughs> Why are you smiling? I will, I will ask, honestly, I will not buy the striker just to buy if I'm not sure. 100%. Um, that means you buy Kane then. Um, but Kane for how much money and uh, for how long big though three years 25 goals he's given you guaranteed yeah, how old is he 100 million write it off I'm just asking the question you didn't ask the question <laughs> 100 million maybe I don't know 80 million how old is he it's dead money dead money <laughs> but he could win the Premier League no he, he, I'm, I'm he's top striker for last, last 10 years uh, he will score the goals but definitely I will go other, 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 for other options mm. whatever whatever is other option I will go for other option I think that there is the there is the way to to have a striker for many years I think club has to think for many years and we have we have to find the players 23, 24 they're going to stay there for 7 years especially in that heart of the team the and days. people and people they're producing so that's the heart of the team and you have to have a two three players all the time and everything else you're going to create hmm. and uh, I think you cannot say that fast you have to do diligence you have to understand what you time. need and you need time and this is a time now where the club has to think about it and definitely I think he's the defender that should look at as well hmm. Because I see that uh, we have an injured defender. Yeah, well, right. yeah. So <laughs> I definitely think that we, we need someone who's actually young, someone that can challenge the, mm. those two. Kim Min Jae? Hmm? Kim Min Jae? Now we can speak about the names. Mm. I know the guys that you like that, but, but uh, it's, it's, I don't want to offend anyone or I don't want to yeah. no, no I don't want to say that mm-hmm. someone is not for the Man United of course it, it is but it depends what you want even Berbato came how old he was when he came for, the, for 28, 29 28, 29 so Man United at the time they played big money for him even, for, even Robin Van Persie is a pent what you need and what you think what's going to get you the title if you, uh, uh, Hurricane. Harry Kane is going to bring you the title <laughs> I'm not, of, of course he's the name mm-hmm. But uh, it depends which direction you're going to go. Definitely, club doesn't have a, that much time to wait. I think they need to, to win the title. I think the Champions League is a target this season, but next season is challenging for, the, mm. for more. And it's also changed as well from when you guys used to play because you, could, you knew Fergie was going to be there, Sir Alex was going to be there for a long time. He's not going anywhere. With some of these managers, they've only got a couple of seasons, so they need to get it right straight away listen I think uh, like I said before I think Ed Woodward has a, a lot of time to uh, to bring the club in a, in a, in the right direction um, but I think now the Richard Arnold I think he's doing well oh. in this short period of time I think he he, he made good decision him or sports side whoever did that to, to bring Ty Hag and settle this situation and obviously uh, Certain things they did in the last six months or one year is mm. showing that club is strong when you decide when they want to do something. Mm-hmm. 
So I think in terms of that, I see some improvement. But uh, but what was the question after? Sorry. I'm um, no, it wasn't more of a question. It was just saying that managers these days, I can see your philosophy and your thinking. And it's really from the long generation term, long, term. long term, which is good. I think most clubs and fans no, but want it. Long term, of course. Mm-hmm. Not long term, long term, next hundred years. But I think you have to bring the right players on the right position. I said that before. Center part is the that's, that's that players they winning the trophies. Yeah. When you think about the next season, what do you think? How many goals you you have to score to win the the, the title? Mm-hmm. Who's going to score the goals? You have to have clean sheets. Simple. So you have to find a balance. Mm. You have to find a balance between scoring goals and, and playing defensively well. And that's the decision of the coach and the club to find that. It's not easy, especially in this time when you have a lot of money to bring someone who's, who's worth on the market. Actually, scoring goals have good statistics. But that statistics is not long as, as a five, six years. Mm. You don't have anyone doing that for mm. consistently for six, seven years. Mm. You have someone who's doing for one year, maybe two years, and straight away they're asking for 100 million. Yeah. Like well, when we play, this yeah. is a thing, our conversation I have all the time. You've got to prove yourself over three or four years before mm. even you can think about, about moving. You're Arsenal. Yeah. Big, getting a big deal or <clears throat> a big transfer. Now, one year you play well, two years, six months. 100 million. If you're in today's market, then. You went to Man United for seven million. Rio went for a bit more. How much are you valuing yourself in today's market, or Rio? I don't know. Yeah. I'm thinking about my salary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about how much my salary. He's thinking three hundred thousand a week. Oh man, minimum is possible. <laughs> yeah, in today's market. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, is if everyone mm. was still about. What yeah. are you saying? Now, listen, what I'm trying to say always, even in my time. The ex football players, they will say, oh, yeah, yeah. look at how much we're not the, you know I mean? the same guys. No, but I'm, you know what I mean? But it's, it's, mm. this is the, the, the world we're living, you we know. We should speak about this. Yeah. It's, it's no, it's Steve Bruce. How much Steve Bruce had in mm. um, Pallister? Mm. It's, it's, do you remember when normal. we used to sit in the, in the sauna again? Sorry, the sauna. Um, and we used to say, man. Because you like to shave in a, in yeah, a, lovely. Yeah. Wet shave. <laughs> but we used to sit in there and talk about like, well, man. We're at the, probably the best time ever in, in the history of the Premier League. And we used to talk about, do you think you'll get more than this? I say, nah, this is, we've hit the peak. Yeah. And then we retired and we were sitting there going, whoa, we came in at the wrong time. Wow. Because it just went crazy. It just went whew, crazy, man. The numbers different. During the first five minutes of doing this, I'm just sitting here absolutely freaking out and I've never done that. Like, look who we've interviewed all the time. And I'm sitting here just going, fucking hell. And I think it's because you don't do media. And I, like we used to Rio seeing you on the TV and that all the time and everybody else that we get on an interview and I'm, I'm, I'm over it almost, but because we don't see you, this is an absolute treat. So thanks to Rio for hooking this up. Mm. Thanks for coming because I properly yeah, I appreciate it. What was it but, like watching him? In, uh, oh, the well, the pair of you, like the pair of you, like it's two and three, you know that, <laughs> you know my thing here. His favourite centre-back. Yeah, yeah, I think Yapstam, I think mm. Yapstam was, was incredible, but you two, what you two achieved was mega. And I actually think you, my favourite team was the treble team. Because I just like that. I had a, I had a bit of flavour about it. But I think the best team was your team. I think you can go into any era. And I think that team 
had a bit of tactical flexibility. 1919 came from behind a lot. And I think it relied a, a little bit more on heart and passion, whereas I think you guys controlled, and I think that was a lot of what you two did at the back. Both of you play on the halfway line, not afraid to go 1v1 at the back, while that midfield is going to dominate. That was the first sort of successful midfield three that we had, wasn't it? And then the goals in Rooney, Ronaldo, Tevez. I, I would happily... and the, we got three Champions League finals. That, there's no other era that United have done that. So that for me was the best. But yeah, watching you two at the back was was an absolute treat. Um, and I think I mentioned it to you last week, didn't I? All of this Virgil van Dijk stuff that's just been popped up in the last week. I've gone on a bit of a trip and watched some of you guys playing again. There's just no one doing what he was doing. Just the the challenges. VAR would probably hate you if, at the moment. Mm-hmm. I think you got away with quite a lot because you were so on the edge. But I think as I as the strengthening, that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that. that's fine. I that. But I think in I think as a as a player, you was one that the fan base really got behind because mm. you played like one of us that was out there and and like got it. And I think because you always played by you know putting your head in stupid places. Uh, it, was, it was a joy to watch. So, cheers. Thank you. Thank um, you for, for nice words. We uh, we went out of our way as well to... There's a couple of things, but we went out of our way to speak to um, uh, one of our friends, uh, Vuj, who's from Serbia. Um, he's a big fan. And uh, obviously, um, he, we told him just beforehand, we were like, shh, don't say anything. Uh, his one question was, what is the biggest thing in your career that you think you've achieved? I think a part of of actually winning the trophies and and playing for my United national team of Serbia, Red Star Belgrade, you know, it's, I think what I'll achieve that I've been in many different countries, and I have to say that that's helped me to create my character, to to understand. That some things you don't do because some other people wanted to do it, do it because that's that try to do it. So uh, I think I achieved that that I'm more stable, that I'm more uh, more I would say knowledgeable than if I was if I didn't play football and if I didn't move out of Serbia. So mm-hmm. I think 18 years abroad to be in different country that's a big achievement. Mm-hmm. And being different cultures in Russia, England, and Italy, totally three different mentalities and uh, cultures. And I think that's helped me to, in all countries I was, I think I, I adapt well and I have friends. And uh, that's, I think, I think that's the big, 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 biggest achievement. Thank you. Got one. This is the last thing, Vida. Right. So I've got, sorry, Ferguson on the phone. I knew he was coming on the phone. Let me just speak to the main, main man, the boss. And I asked him what three words best describe Nemanja Vidic. Hello. Hello, boss. You okay? You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Thank you. Yourself? I'm all right. Yeah. You're not on the treadmill, are you? No, I've been on the treadmill for a couple of days. Okay. Oh, good. Just having a chill out. Rest up. Yeah, I was um, uh, doing nothing. Just relaxing. Oh, good. Good. Right, listen. I won't. I won't take too much. I won't take too much of your time. I know you're busy, boss. Right. 
right. But I'm seeing the mania in a little while, and I just wanted to have a little message maybe from yourself, like just maybe a couple uh, of questions. So, boss, just yeah. the first one is, what did you see in Nemanja that made you go for him and, 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 and sign him for Man United? Well, it was Kieran Croatia, good guy. He, he recommended him. He played for um, he played as a, a, a third centre-back. So, I mean, you know, we, we very, very seldom played a three at the back. So I left it. I played two weeks to sign for the Russian team. Uh, and so... We, we sort of kept an eye on it. And then when they came to their winter break and they were struggling as a team, we put a bid in for them and managed to get them. So it was a bit of luck to taxi because we used the, the window, the, the, the Russian window, where they stopped playing in December and don't start to be bloody March, you know? Mm. Uh, so that was the, the background to, to join us. Did he, did, he, did he become everything that you imagined him to be or did he go beyond everything you oh, thought he was? Exactly what we needed. Someone that could clear the penalty box, determination. It was a sort of a Brucey, really, you know? Hmm. It's similar types of, I mean, a really top defender. Because uh, the, the centre-back beside him was useless. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> oh. So if you look at the pairings of our centre-backs, there was a, a, a good um, contradiction. You know, you have Bruce and Palace. Uh, Palace was a quick one, uh, could, really good pass of the ball. Bruce was determined, could hand the ball, could tackle. And then there was Stam and, and Johnson, similar things, yourself and Vidic, you know. Mm. So the, the combinations were all alike, you know, they're all good. All right, who was the best pairing then out of them, them six or well, three pairings you just mentioned? Oh, I couldn't do it. I can't, <laughs> I've, been, I've been over, honestly, I've been over that a million times. All I right. don't know how many people ask me that. It's the same as um, uh, who was your, your best team and all that. I couldn't do it because here's a good question for you, right? In my time in United, right? Yeah. At 29 centre forwards, Everyone in international. Oh wow! Who's the best? Name, name them. Name them. Right, well, I'm going to do. I'm going to use that on my show. Then. I'm going to. I'm going to do that. I'm going to name them. Yeah, <clears throat> I'll okay. do that. And my last question before I let you go, boss. Jamie Carragher come out the other day saying that Torres tortured uh, Nemanja Vidic all the time and etc. And Virgil van Dijk's better etc. Do you go along with that? I looked at a stat the other day. Fifteen times we played against Torres. It says, and only three goals he scored. But he, the, the problem with, with uh, what he's talking about, he, he brought him down twice when he was going through and goal. So it looks as if he was he was talked to him in that respect. The, the second then, uh, sending off that was a bit unfair. So he sort of grappled with him at yeah. Old Trafford, and they get sent off. So I think what Jamie Carrick is saying is. The fact that he was sent off twice against uh, Village, once at Anfield, once at Old Trafford, suggests that he tortured them. But other than that, you know, it, all centre forwards, he, he had his qualities. But I, I wouldn't say that uh, that um, he was the best centre forward ever played against Village. Mm. Far from it. Yeah. You know? All right. Well, listen, so, boss. I mean, there is, there is a, a certain um, inclination to. And suggestion because village was sent off against them, mm. they'd actually torture. But you know, one tackle can get you sent off, real. Exactly. 
No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Three words, last one, three words to describe Nemanja. Uh, determined, tough, um, committed. Perfect. Really appreciate your time, boss. No bother. How do you feel about that? Happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice way to end, man. He respected you a lot because you was very, very straight and honest and, like he said, committed. And I think he saw a lot of himself in you. You know, like that, them traits of being committed, determined, courage, all those things that go towards winning mm. and winning consistently over a long period of time. So definitely. I don't think the manager, he doesn't waste too many words on people. Mm. So to get that is good. I'll be happy with that. No, I'm very happy. <laughs> Probably I'm going to see him tomorrow, so. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's why he said that. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll send you the rest of it. You can listen to it. But listen, I want to say thanks. I've been badgering this guy for probably five years, six years. Um, and to get you on, it's been, it's been a pleasure to have you on, man, because we've done some good stuff together and I'm looking forward to what comes in your future. Thank, Thank you, man. guys. Uh, I enjoyed it. Well, good, good to see you, man. Right, thank you guys for watching. Thank you, Rio, for hooking us up. It was absolutely sensational, Nemanja. Thank you for coming. Thank you to you guys for making it all the way to the end of this. And because oh. you made it all the way to the end of this, I'm going to get both of these two to sign some shirts. And the funniest comment that makes me laugh, we're going to pick, and you can have a signed shirt from But you have Rio. to be a subscriber. Yeah, subscribe. subscribe. Make sure to subscribe. Who we got next? How, how do you top? How do you top this? Got to go something like that. Right? <laughs> Hit subscribe and we'll find yeah, out. They've got, they got to put the notifications in as well. That's really important. Right. Notifications, yeah. subscribe, make me laugh. See the next one. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.